into the Y'all Show another week. Good to have you back as we are on the road for the early part of this week and perhaps perhaps later in the week as well. We will find ourselves in Music City still trying to get some arrangements in place. But yes, if it all works out, we'll be where we are today, which is in the great state of Mississippi in Takapola land, to be honest with you. In fact, speaking of Takapola, later in the show, we'll be joined by the Takapola storyteller, Jerry Short, and he'll be sitting right here alongside me for one of his awesome reports. So that's coming up in hour two of today's Y'all Show. I am John Rawl. It is wonderful to have you. Some of you had a rain-soaked weekend. We've got some information about that coming up. We also will tell you about nearly about a four-foot, two-inch copperhead snake maybe a a record breaker in the state of tennessee that was killed (laughs) killed thank goodness you don't want a copperhead of any size coming after you but we've got information on that and other headlines from across the southeast and our headlines of the news and then we've got business headlines coming your way as well in just a few minutes including some information on gas prices and what's going on with cuba as the Trump administration has announced some new things about traveling to that country. And we'll share with you the latest on that front in our Y'all Street Business Report coming up in just a few minutes. And before the hour is up today, we'll have the hashtag hullabaloo feature where we'll look at across the social media spectrum and find some really fun stuff. All that coming up here in the first hour of today's Y'all Show. When we get to the second hour, today's Monday Y'all Show, we'll have a look back at the weekend. What's going on with the World Series? Also, hey, and congratulations to the Astros for coming back to life and making this a little bit more of a challenge for the Washington Nationals. And this one can still go either way. So we'll let you know about what's going on with baseball. Big weekend in football, college football. What upsets we had. OU was embarrassed in Manhattan, Kansas over the weekend. The Texas Longhorns were embarrassed. And that's just in the Big 12 We haven't even mentioned what's happened in the SEC with the Gamecocks of South Carolina absolutely getting embarrassed on Rocky Top. Congratulations, Jeremy Pruitt, the Tennessee Big Orange Vols. And then LSU-Auburn was a great game that went down to the wire. And we'll have info on all that in our college sports football review as well as the other sports events from these past weekend in our sports review. And when we get to our hour two, about midway through, we'll welcome in this guy that we've been telling you about jerry short the teller of tales from takapola and he'll be on to talk about a couple of different things including since he has background in the special forces i'm going to ask him about this raid that just happened in syria over the weekend where we took out the number one isis leader and so we should all take pride in knowing that our special forces and our heroes that wear the uniform and those who kind of secretly wear the uniform too and and kind of report back intelligence wise on things but we know now that that guy, a real nemesis, is no longer with us. And so we'll get Jerry's take on that. And what else is going on right here in Takapola, USA? All that coming up in today's Y'all Show second hour. If you want to connect to us here, we encourage you to do that. Our number is 803-816-1170. Our website is YALL.com. You also can find us on a couple of apps like the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and the Apple Podcast apps, all free of charge. All you have to do is go on there and search for Y'all Show, and you'll see us, and you'll be set, all set 
to enjoy the show that's about the Southeast. Well, we'll start our headlines here as we get this week going in Greenville, Texas, where a gunman over the weekend opened fire at an off-campus college party, leaving two people dead and 14 injured after he escaped in the ensuing chaos, according to the sheriff's authorities believe the shooter may have been targeting just one person in a party at this place in Greenville, 15 miles southwest of the satellite campus of Texas A&M, Greenville, G-R-E-E-N-V-I-L-L-E in Texas. And this where the party had about 750 people outside this event. And unfortunately, there in Hunt County, Texas, a deadly scene there. Authorities are still looking for the suspect. As of the latest we have, this is a developing story coming from Greenville, Texas. The shooting took place around midnight Saturday at what the sheriff described as a Halloween and homecoming party for Texas A&M University Commerce, although officials have said it was not a school-sanctioned event. We've got a lot of Halloween stuff going on this weekend. I was in Biloxi over the weekend and saw what looked like thousands of people all decked out in their costumes, and Halloween's not until Thursday night, but a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of places got into the Halloween celebration early here this past weekend. And I'm sure where you are and where you may have been, like me, traveling this past weekend, lots of people having their fun with Halloween. And so be careful out there. But unfortunately, there at the Texas A&M University Commerce in Greenville, Texas, in that area, we have had an incident where two people have died and 14 injured at this college party in the Lone Star State. We'll keep you updated on this developing story. Also, a story from the weekend that affected me as I was on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi and traveled throughout Mississippi, heading down to Biloxi, Tropical Storm Olga just saturated parts of Mississippi and Louisiana over the last couple of days. And this thing ended up going through Alabama as well, leaving down trees, dozens of them all over the place. The storm has no major flooding, thankfully, but the National Weather Service said Olga brought wind gusts of 40 to 70 miles per hour from southeast Louisiana into southeast Mississippi, and those winds higher than expected, and the forecasters say they'll be studying the storm to learn how they can better forecast situations in the future. 40 to 70 mile per hour gusts as Olga's post-tropical circulation move throughout coastal Mississippi, coastal Louisiana, into coastal Alabama. And Colga has dissipated, but remnants pushing north into Tennessee on Sunday into early Monday and should be out of their way, out of the south here pretty soon. But one person did get taken to the North Mississippi Medical Center under observation, according to Tupelo, Mississippi Mayor Jason Shelton. A person was trapped in their home by a downed tree after this storm system passed through over the weekend and i know again although it was saturated lots of rain on the coast boy the winds were pretty rough in all parts of mississippi and into you know the north part as well as the south part and into alabama as well so be careful if you're traveling as i saw on sunday lots of mud puddles around the place and just needed to be careful well, in Birmingham over the weekend, you had the Magic City Classic taking place at Legion Field, Alabama A&M, and their rival from the heart of Dixie, the Alabama State Hornets. They play this game annually there at Legion Field, and the eh, stadium usually is about half full when these HBCUs get together. 
Well, the Alabama A&M band out of Normal, Alabama, found a way to honor Camille Cupcake McKinney. That was the youngster from Birmingham who was found dead in a dumpster last week. And the Alabama A&M, during the band at halftime, they spelled out the name Cupcake during the 78th Magic City Classic at Birmingham's Legion Field, again, as a tribute to this three-year-old who was senselessly taken away and killed and those suspects who did that are under arrest in the Birmingham area. And we keep her in our thoughts and prayers. Memorial service held for her over the weekend. The family of a man whose death followed an arrest in the state capital of Mississippi has now been deemed a homicide. And that family is now suing the city and three police officers as the suit accuses officers of beating 62-year-old George Robinson on January 13th of this year. He died two days later. Hines County, Mississippi coroner Sharon Stewart has said an autopsy found that Mr. Robinson suffered blunt force trauma to his head and his death ruled a homicide. Police are now looking for suspects in the shooting death of a pastor when they encountered Robinson in his car. They arrested Robinson and Jackson on suspicion of resisting arrest. So more to come in this developing story there in the central portion of the state of Mississippi. In Kansas City, Missouri, they're going to go to the polls to decide if the name Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard will remain. And that's because a lot of people in this large city of of Missouri don't like that name because it was recently changed from the Paseo, a long time and very well-known street in Kansas City, Missouri. And it got changed to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. And a lot of people want the old name back. And they're going to go to the polls next week on November 5th. And the people of Kansas City, Missouri are going to be vote to either keep the name Martin Luther King Jr. or change it back to the original name, the Paseo. And if this changes, I bet it's probably the first time you've seen any street named after Martin Luther King Jr. change back to another name. Because honestly, that's probably the most popular name of any street in America these days. I'm not kidding. Everywhere you go, you'll see a street, an overpass, a section of highway, and it's probably more common than main streets in today's world. But in Kansas City, they're maybe going to change it. And I'm sure there's many reasons for that. I'm sure part of that might be the the length of the name. For one thing, there's a lot to put when you write down on a mailing address, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard versus the Paseo as your address. But there's probably a lot more they're going to consider, of course, I'm sure this city has a large black population, and evidently a large number of those are okay changing the name back to the Paseo. We'll find out come November 5th what they do in Kansas City, KCMO. Well, President Trump and California Senator Kamala Harris had a virtual tit-for-tat, if you want to call it that, on Twitter over the weekend. All this as a result, well, they've had a few of these, I think, but the latest little flare-up between Harris and the president stemmed from his getting an award at the 2019 Second Step Presidential Justice Forum at Columbia, South Carolina's historically black college, Benedict College. And after a 2020 bipartisan justice center awarded President Trump for his efforts to pass sweeping criminal justice reform legislation, Kamala Harris, who was scheduled to go to this event, decided to boycott after Trump got an award from this organization. And and do you know what this group did? They took back President Trump's award, and as a result of that, Kamala Harris decided to attend the event in Columbia, South Carolina. And then you had the two, the president and Harris, 
going back and forth on Twitter, including President Trump's tweet, Badly failing presidential candidate Kamala Harris will not go to a very wonderfully largely African-American event today because yesterday I received a major award at the same event for being able to produce and sign into law major criminal justice reform legislation, which will greatly help the African-American community and all other communities of which she was unable to get done in past administrations despite a tremendous desire for it. This and best unemployment ever is more than Kamala will ever be able to do for African-Americans. Now, the senator from California responded, My whole life, I fought for justice and for the people, something you know nothing about. The only part of criminal justice you can claim credit for is the criminal part. Referencing, I guess, the president is a criminal. So, yes, the group there decided to just go back on their honor. And she explained... Harris, that is her reasoning for flip-flopping the event, but added, this is someone who's disrespected the voices who have fought for justice and sacrificed to create leadership around justice in this system. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough out of the event there in South Carolina, but the president did go to the capital of the Palmetto State at the end of that end of the week last week to indeed get this and I guess to shake a few hands in the Palmetto State. Some historically, some historic news coming from the state of Georgia, a former state senator of that state and the first black lawmaker ever elected to the Senate of Georgia after Reconstruction, that is, has died at the age of 91. Longtime Senator Leroy Johnson died over the weekend. He was elected as a Democrat in 1962, and that was three years before the Voting Rights Act was signed into law. And he also was in the same freshman class of the Georgia Senate as President Jimmy Carter, a guy who was getting his political career going back in the early 1960s. He served in the State House there in Georgia until 1975, credited with a number of civil rights advances, including helping Georgia to desegregate capital facilities. He also helped restart Muhammad Ali's career after he was penalized for evading the draft as he worked to secure a location for Ali's Atlanta comeback match. He's now deceased at the age of 91, longtime Georgia politician, and the first black Georgia senator elected post-reconstruction. Leroy Johnson has died at the age of 91. Now we go to a story about health care and software. Not often do you see these two words back-to-back, but a software program that helps guide care for millions of patients is now flawed, according to a report, by unintentional racial bias that leads to blacks getting passed over for special care. In this new study, the software predicts costs rather than sickness, and it's used by the U.S. insuring agencies and hospitals to direct higher-cost patients into health care programs, which are designed to help them stay on medications or out of the hospital. More to come on this story, but it is out now in referencing that hey we have one less floridian and i'm gonna hate to see this one go because <laughs> she was she was a pretty thing but she, you can't trust this red-haired i'm talking about maria butina do y'all remember that name from a couple of years ago yes the famous sexy spy something out of a james bond thriller the russian gun rights activist who admitted being a secret agent for the Kremlin and trying to infiltrate conservative U.S. political groups while Donald Trump was kind of running for office. She was just released from federal prison on Friday, 
Marie Boudinna. She left a low security facility in Tallahassee and was placed in the custody of federal immigration authorities, expected to be immediately deported to Mother Russia now that she's finished her 18-month sentence. And something tells me when she gets back to Moscow, the welcoming committee won't be so great. But I was corrected on that. I was told that she got flowers when she landed back in the, the, the motherland, I guess is what they call it there, in Russia. So maybe she'll become a hero there. But a spy, no more, at least in this country. I don't think she'll be coming back. Hey, maybe she can help out with this story coming to us from West Tennessee because uh, I don't think any American should go anywhere near this particular type of threat. And it's not a Russian agent. I'm talking about Hardeman County, and that's in the Bolivar area of West Tennessee. A snake has been put on display for educational purposes after it was run over by a truck in Hardeman County, Tennessee. And this was a 49-inch long copperhead. Copperheads don't usually get to be this long, and that's why it's going to be put out on display for educational purposes. And this 49-inch long copperhead snake, rest in peace, by the way, is just three inches shy of a world record for copperhead snakes. So be careful out there. I know we're getting cooler temperatures, and you think those little creepy crawlers might be asleep already. No, 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 no. And I go through Hardman County, Tennessee on occasion. I'm going to be watching out. I'm going to make sure I don't even get out of my car. I'm going to be going through a drive through <laughs> when I'm in Bolivar and great places like Grand Junction and all the other wonderful places of Hardman County, Tennessee. Officials say people should not be concerned about going into the woods, but they should be careful. That snake, by the way, has been donated to the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. So be careful in Bolivar. And of course, be careful in beautiful Hornsby. Man, a lot of snakes around there. You don't want to run across a 49-inch copperhead. My goodness. All right, more stories coming from the southeast. Speaking of a Tennessean that, well, we don't want her near a snake, but she got into some bad publicity here lately. And we're going to have to come out and help defend the redneck woman, Gretchen Wilson. Yeah, she got into some trouble last year up in New England. She went into a concert and had a little problem in an airport, got into some trouble. I think she ended up doing a benefit concert, and everybody walked away happy. But Gretchen Wilson got in some trouble, and now a video has come out, a video from a police body cam, and it appears to contradict a New Mexico's hotel story about removing country singer Gretchen Wilson following an alleged noise complaint. And a video obtained by the Associated Press and a public records request by the AP shows a confused and angry Wilson in a robe telling police she was asleep as she's asked to leave around 3 o'clock in the morning on October 13th. Gretchen Wilson, the Grammy Award-winning singer out of Nashville, told an officer in the video that she did nothing wrong. And she said, we don't even have a TV on. We were very quiet. (laughs) Again, this is a woman who... Uh, has a song out called Here for the Party. She likes to party. But according to the video that the Associated Press, man, what great investigative journalism they get for researching video of Gretchen Wilson, the redneck woman in hotels in Albuquerque. <laughs> I'm being a little facetious here. But hey, if, if she was partying it up, at least according to this body cam video, it's showing that they're at the Hotel Encanto de la Cruces. Maybe, just maybe, there might be another side to that particular story. And finally, in our headlines from across the southeast today, a man in North Carolina won a $200,000 lottery prize. That's not all that uncommon. People win money all the time in lotteries. But get this, 
This fella, Ronnie Foster, was on his way when he won this $200,000 lottery ticket prize. He was on his way to his last round of chemotherapy. Yes. And he bought the winning ticket, a scratch off, just before getting treatment for colon cancer. And said he claimed the prize Friday at the lottery headquarters in Raleigh, North Carolina. Took it home after 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 taxes. Get this. He took home about $140,000. He said he plans to use part of his winnings to pay his medical bills. Congratulations, Ronnie Foster there in Pink Hill, North Carolina, for winning this hard-earned money and going through chemotherapy. Anybody, and I'm lucky myself personally, I've never had to go through chemo, but I've had family members, and I'm sure most of you listening have or no family members. You, maybe you yourself have gone through chemo. It's a rough business, and we all should get some kind of big prize, whether you survive or not, for enduring this awful drug. But, hey, it works in a lot of cases. And in this case, it's sure making Ronnie Foster and the Old North State a pretty happy fellow these days. When we come back after the break, we've got some business news to get to here on the Y'all Show. And we also have, a little bit later this hour, a couple of hashtag blue bits that you're going to have a good time listening to. And don't forget, in hour two today, we'll look back at the weekend in sports. And our good friend, Jerry Short, is going to be right here as we're in the outskirts of Takapola, USA. And he'll be joining me, or sitting right here beside me. All that's coming up in hour two, and all that's coming up right here on the Y'all Show. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. And now for a limited time, receive a free Purple product with your order. When you text OFFER to 84888, that's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Hey, Greg, I'm so sorry to hear about your brother's heart attack. Thanks. He's okay now, but it really got me thinking about my family. You know, could my wife still pay our mortgage if I had a heart problem? Or could my kids still go to college? Man, that is really scary. Yeah, you should call my life insurance agent at Health IQ. When I got life insurance for my family last year, they saved me 41% versus any other company I looked at. 41%? That's huge. Yep. Health IQ starts by shopping everyone with the top 30 life insurance carriers to make sure they can get the lowest retail rate. Then they apply their exclusive healthy lifestyle savings, which can save you up to 41%. I literally got a million dollars in coverage for my family for just $36 a month. Just $36 a month? Yep. You should check it out at healthiq.com easy. To save that much money, I'm going to call them right now. What's that link again? Healthiq.com easy? Yep. HealthIQ.com slash easy. Hey, y'all. Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be 
Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Get ready, set, go Gonna take you to the crystal and a picture show Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high Baby, you're the apple of my eye Got my paycheck in my pocket and some gas in the tank Honey, your love's better than money in the bank Back into Y'all, Monday edition with John Rawl, our website, y'all.com. Thank you for listening to us via radio stations across the South, or if you're getting us via podcast, we sure appreciate it. Well, a 40-day strike that's been going on between General Motors and the union has come to an end as workers approved a new contract with the company. This four-year deal will now be used as a template in bargaining against Ford Motor Company, the union's choice for the next round of bargaining, followed by Fiat Chrysler. GM workers voted over 57% in favor of the pact, passing it with a vote of 23,389 to 17,501, the UAW said in a statement. And so this strike, which has affected several places in the South, we just told you last week about in Spring Hill, Tennessee, there was a UAW strike going on there, and actually a person got hit by a car and died as a result of protesting General Motors. But this thing has been costly to the company, and now it looks like it's coming to an end. General Motors and the workers ratifying a contract ending a 40-day strike. So as we have our business report here on y'all, some business headlines coming from across the South, that is, I guess, good news. The Pentagon has handed Microsoft a $10 billion, what they call war cloud deal. And as a result, they're snubbing Amazon as they're the front runner. Amazon was, and a competitive bid drew criticism from President Trump and its business rivals. This was a huge project known as Joint Enterprise Defense Infrastructure, or JEDI, and it had Microsoft, Amazon, Oracle, and IBM all going up against each other in this competitive bid. The contract has attracted multiple attention and multiple sources reporting on this, and it sparked by speculation early in the process that Amazon would be the sole winner of the deal as Oracle and IBM pushed back with their own bids and also formally protested in the bidder process last year. So we know now that this is going to go for the Jedi system will store and process vast amounts of classified data 
allowing our U.S. military to use artificial intelligence to speed up its war planning and fighting capabilities, a 21st century, certainly, way of approach of our national intelligence as well as our military strategy. But big money here, again, a $10 billion deal with Microsoft here in this what they call war cloud, and hopefully this will make a huge, huge positive impact going forward and keep us out of wars and give us a lot of knowledge as well. But it's all going to be on the cloud. But in this case, one, you and I don't need to be knowing what's going on unless we've got the, the proper clearance. Speaking of President Trump, we now know that the administration of President Trump is suspending commercial flights to nine destinations in Cuba, but Havana is not one of them. So why is this going on? The department issued a notice on Friday that suspended commercial flights from flying to the Cuban destinations. This is going to go in effect on December 10th. It's another step by the administration to tighten the relationship between our country and Cuba. And this is a direct reversal of President Barack Obama's Cuba policy. The Transportation Department is taking this action, according to the notice filed at the request of Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to, quote, Further, the administration's policy of strengthening the economic consequences to the Cuban regime for its ongoing repression of the Cuban people and its support for Nicolas Maduro in Venezuela. And the White House has confirmed the move, but did not provide further comment. The Cuban government slammed the U.S. just hours after this announcement and a tweet the foreign minister of that country criticized our country, accusing it of not caring about the consequences of its actions and asserting that his country's response will not vary. More going on. I personally don't see all that good coming to our country by loosening up Cuba. Cuba primarily will become a huge tourist attraction for people here in this country, including here in the South. And every time you want to go have a great trip to Cuba, that's one less time you might not be going to Panama City or Miami or to the mountains. And until they become a democratic country, then why do we need to be spending our hard-earned money down there? That is my my personal opinion, but you may have a different opinion. Speaking of hard-earned money, you might have a few extra dollars in your pocket now, thanks to the average price of gasoline going down four cents per gallon. And that price drop happened over the two last two weeks. In fact, on Sunday, I was traveling here in the state of Mississippi, and I was looking close. I almost caught one, but I finally gave up. But I saw, at least in one spot south of Jackson, I think it was around McGee, I saw a gasoline, a, a gallon for 201. And I know there's probably somewhere that I just haven't discovered yet. Somebody's out there selling gas in this state less than $2 a gallon. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the 190 something gallon of gas, but I hadn't found it quite yet. Of course, Mississippi, there are places you can find really cheap gas. There's other areas of our region, like South Carolina, has really cheap gas in a lot of cases. And I'm trying to think of anybody else I've seen pretty cheap gas. Nah, that's about it. I don't know why it's Mississippi and South Carolina kind of leading the way. But yes, usually South Carolina, cheaper than any place I've found in the Southeast. But uh, we want to save our money. We don't need to be burning it up in a gallon of gasoline if we can help it. That is a quick look at our Y'all Street business going on this month, this week, and more. When we come back, we've got a couple of minutes of hashtag hullabaloo. 
You're going to want to make sure you're sticking around for the fun. That is up next, y'all. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. And we're now introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now's the time to make something happen for your business. So for a limited time only, you can own the now with free shipping on all business cards in any quantity at vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's vistaprint.com promo code 1414. Mom, I think this doll I found in the attic is cursed. No, its eyes are just very lifelike. Then why does its head keep spinning? Be my friend forever. Oh, that is scary. You know what's really scary? Missing out on Geico's easy-to-use mobile app. You can manage your Geico policy whenever, wherever, wherever. Let's play with another doll. Or we can just bury it deep in the ground. Happy Geico-ween. Download the industry-leading Geico app today. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. And now for a limited time, receive a free Purple product with your order. When you text OFFER to 84888, that's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Y'all talk with a southern accent, and we want to hear your accent. Text our call, 803-816-1170, with a question or a comment. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Y'all Show. Make sure to like the Y'all.com Facebook page and bookmark the website, Y'all.com, which has bunches of great southern reads. And get the on-demand editions at iTunes Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and the iHeartRadio apps. Now back to the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. 
Hey, we are y'all, and we're back with more talk about the South. Don't forget an hour two of our show as we broadcast in Takapoa, USA. We're going to have Jerry Short, the the czar of all things Takapoa and all things Southern talk. He'll be joining us. You don't want to miss out on the fun. Plus, in just a few minutes as we start hour two, we'll look back at the weekend in sports and give you the latest rankings, the latest moves. Man, we, we have a new team at number one in college football, and it's not the Alabama Crimson Tide, and it's not Clemson. Want to take a while? Guess who it is? Oh, I think you can probably figure it out. We'll share info on that and other developments from this weekend. We had some big upsets in college football. We'll take a quick look at NFL action from this past weekend. All that as we start hour two of today's Y'all Show. And, of course, we've got Jerry Short coming on as well. But right now, as we continue on with the Monday edition, hour one, let's go on social media for hashtag hullabaloo, where we go headfirst into social media and find some of the funniest, goofiest, and most darling stuff you can possibly find. And with the Magnolia State on our mind, we've got a tweet coming in from Southern Mississippi Half Step at John A. Burgundy, an educator, and then writes Southern Miss, Saints, Braves, music, film, and fashion enthusiast. Well, that pretty much covers the scene if you're in South Mississippi because lots of Golden Eagle fans of Southern Miss Lots and lots and lots of New Orleans Saints fans can't escape it as I was in Biloxi this past weekend and I went into great places like Raisin Cane's Chicken Tenders and it was all New Orleans Saints and it was Saints, 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 Saints all over the coast. And I even had a discussion with one guy about the Atlanta Braves as I was at the Hard Rock Casino Saturday night. And some guy kind of randomly came up and made a comment about the World Series to me. And I, I wasn't wearing anything that had anything to do with sports. And this guy had on an Atlanta Braves hat and made a mention about how the Astros had come back to knot up the World Series. And I said, well, you know, I don't really have a dog in the fight. I kind of I like the Braves, to be honest with you. And I said, I can't believe they choked. And this guy totally agreed with me. But speaking of what Southern Mississippi Half Step has, he writes on Twitter, yep, feels like 63 outside with low humidity, taking my talents to the gym and then margaritaville hashtag biloxi so what he's talking about there if you haven't been to biloxi in the last couple of years they have a fairly new casino margaritaville and that's what southern mississippi half step had in mind he was going to go work out at the gym and then give his arm a good workout i guess on the slot machines at margaritaville casino there right on the strip in biloxi mississippi and of course it has a connection to gulf coast native jimmy buffett and so congratulations there and the weather was feeling pretty good you said it felt like 63 outside with low humidity it was a great weekend, at least for me and maybe for you there, John A. Burgundy on Twitter, except we did have that crazy tropical storm that did kind of brush up on the coast, but was really more, I think, damaging well inland. Even in in Mississippi, Tupelo may have had more damage than any other part of the Magnolia State. So appreciate you sharing that. Hopefully you had a good, good time at the casino on the weekend. And I'll be honest with you, this was my first visit inside a casino since the new law came into effect in Mississippi in 2018 that you could do sports betting. And a lot of the casinos that I saw as I went into the Golden Nugget and to Hard Rock Casino, you saw a lot of things going on that attracted the sports bettors of the world. And no, mama, mama would be proud of me. I didn't put any wagers on any games this past weekend. But if I had, 
I think I'd have come out pretty good. I think so. I don't know if General Gridiron had any money out there. Speaking of General Gridiron, you can tune in each Friday for the Y'all Kickoff Show, and the General gives his take on the weekend's football games. And I'm pretty sure the General picked Michigan to beat Notre Dame. That was one victory, and he also picked LSU. There were one or two games I don't think the General accurately predicted, but we won't go there. We're not going to pick on General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Foretelling. Let's go to Lopez Jenny on Twitter at Jason Leo USA. And this Twitter account, Lopez Jenny writes that they like Hollywood cinema. Fitness tips, a feeble body weakens the mind. A feeble body weakens the mind. Need to put that on a t-shirt. Well, what Jason Leo USA and the Twitter hashtag says on Twitter this week is what they've got to say is a recipe milk brined southern fried pork chops and so i have to educate here on hashtag hullabaloo from time to time and if you don't mind let me educate you in case you are not familiar with milk brined southern fried pork chops and you can go find this recipe simply by searching for Jason Leo USA, you'll be able to get the link to his Twitter account and, and get this link. I'm not here to, de- to kind of break down this recipe. What I am here to be as an educator of these Southern Airways is to tell you a little bit more about milk brine Southern fried pork chops and just milk brine in particular. So milk brine Southern fried pork chops are extra tender and they're full of flavor with the perfect amount of gravy sustaining crispiness. Now, the pork chops are a southern table staple. Yeah, pork chops in the south go hand in hand along with a couple of other food groups. But if you consider yourself a country cook, you got to know how to fry bone-in pork chops. And this recipe, you emphasize bone-in because that's where you'll go get that good fat and gristle that adds flavor to the meat while cooking. Plus, in a country way, you, you love to eat it that way. Nothing lean when it comes to pork chops. You're more than welcome to use any portion you choose, but in this particular recipe's case, the spice mix and brine work on any cut of meat. And if you prefer thinly sliced chops or you want one sticker, this all works. The only thing that will change is the cooking time. That for the southern fried pork chops. Now, what exactly is, in this case, milk brined southern fried pork chops? What the heck is milk brine? The purpose of brining is to allow, and and this is not brine as in like a guy that you know, B-R-I-A-N. This is B-R-I-N-E, milk brine. The purpose of brining is to allow flavor into the meat and to tenderize it. So whatever you put into the brine is going to permeate and add flavor. What's special about milk as brine is the little bit of sweet, almost sour taste that it gives as buttermilk gives a fuller sourness that it has a place. But milk is just perfect. And this person here in this recipe adds spices directly onto the chops before soaking them for at least an hour. So you put that milk and the spices together and they brine. And in this case, you turn out, what does it turn out to be? A delicious milk brine southern fried pork chop. I bet you it also works quite well 
with chicken tenders and such. But that's just a little bit of the fun here with hashtag Hullabaloo on this Monday. And hopefully you'll go out and try your own milk brine, southern fried pork chop recipe. Well, we've got a recipe for great y'all talk coming up in hour two. When we come back, we'll take a quick look at college football and a little NFL action as well. And our friend Jerry Short's going to be sitting right here beside me the entire second hour. And you're going to enjoy the teller of tales from Takapola. All that is coming up next on Y'all Talk with a southern accent on location in Takapola. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. And we're now introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now's the time to make something happen for your business. So for a limited time only, you can own the now with free shipping on all business cards in any quantity at vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 1414. Hey, Greg, I'm so sorry to hear about your brother's heart attack. Thanks. He's okay now, but it really got me thinking about my family. You know, could my wife still pay our mortgage if I had a heart problem? Or could my kids still go to college? That is really scary. You should call my life insurance agent at Health IQ. When I got life insurance for my family last year, they saved me 41% versus any other company I looked at. 41%? That's huge. Yep. Health IQ starts by shopping everyone with the top 30 life insurance carriers to make sure they can get the lowest retail rate. Then they apply their exclusive healthy lifestyle savings, which can save you up to 41%. I literally got a million dollars in coverage for my family for just $36 a month. Just $36 a month? Yep. You should check it out at healthiq.com slash easy. To save that much money, I'm going to call them right now. What's that link again? Healthiq.com slash easy? Yep. HealthIQ.com slash easy. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Oof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at UltimatePartyFoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Hour two, y'all on location in Takapola, USA. I'm John Rollin. Yeah, that voice is Mr. Takapola, Jerry Short. Hey, Jerry. How's it going? How you like this good weather we're getting? Oh, I like good weather. I like our location. Well, location is pretty good too, right? Yeah, there's nothing like Takapola. It just, could it could yeah. usurp yeah. all the other vacation destinations of the world. Oh, I think we're way ahead of most of them. I mean, maybe might be something in Utah better, but I, I doubt. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, it is Monday, y'all. We got Jerry here. We're going to have him for the whole hour. Hope you uh, didn't have to go out to the barn and take care of the mules or anything like that. We're going to steal you for the next hour, if that's okay. That is definitely okay, because I am not wanting to go back outside right now. Okay, you don't have to. I ain't to. got used to this 
changing of the fall okay well we're we're getting there jerry well we're going to talk to you about takapola and also the big news over the weekend from a national perspective was the killing of the isis leader al Baghdadi, and he's dead and president trump announced that on sunday morning i'm gonna get your take on that and i'm specifically asking you about this jerry because if you don't know anything about jerry's background he is a special forces retiree would you call uh yeah, I wish he'd call me back. <laughs> you wanted to be in on I that one? I want to be in on that kind of deal. That's a Delta Force yeah. special. Well, we're going to ask you your take. You know, obviously you weren't there, but I want to get your opinion on maybe what, what might have happened. Your your analysis of the raid there to get this ISIS leader. We'll get your take on that. And then I'm going to tell you about where I was this past weekend, Jerry. I was in Biloxi for the wedding of Keith and Ashley. Wow. And it was one heck of a wedding. I'm going to share, wow. I'm going to share with all of you. Uh, that I'm going to have this memory of this wedding, but I'm going to share. I've got the program, bulletin, whatever you want to call it, of this particular wedding, and I'm going to get your reaction to it. Don't don't look at oh, it. Oh, I won't. Hold on. I'm going to look away. I need, I need that initial away, kind of – uh, Yeah. Well, that's part of the weekend. We oh, had this really? wedding was at Beauvoir, which was the home oh, yeah. of Jefferson Davis, president of the Confederacy. A lot of Dixieland. Amazing property on the Gulf of, Mex- uh, Gulf of Mississippi, and this wedding was there, but – it, it, okay, here's just a tease of the conversation we're going to have with you about Keith and Ashley's wedding. So you've got Beauvoir, Beauvoir. beautiful Saturday afternoon wedding. Saturday. I'm in it. I'm a groomsman. Oh, gosh, As that sets it up. Keith was my business partner and still is with y'all. That sets it up. And combine that with Colonel Reb in attendance. Ooh, man. And combine that with the number one Elvis impersonator in the world. Wait a minute. What was I doing then? You should have been there. I should have. You should have been there. Sounds like my deal. And we had PB&Js and a lot of other Elvis type stuff at the reception. And we even had a, you wouldn't appreciate this and I wouldn't either. They had a vodka fountain where you had like a little thing that looked like it was spewing out water, but it was actually spewing out vodka. vodka. I don't know. I might could have fell back about 40 years and tried that. <laughs> and then they also had catfish and a lot of the crazy stuff. It was, one, but, but you haven't seen anything until I share this darn wedding program with you. I, I can't wait. Can't wait. Well, Jerry, we can't wait to tell you a little, a little bit of what happened over the weekend. I know you were out feeding cows and everything Ooh, out gosh, here. Talking about it. It was tough. You might Man. not have known what happened in the world of sports. And you're a guy that used to cover sports big time. I covered them for years. You're right. And so let me tell you kind of what happened. I'm not going to go through and read the scores, but I'm going to tell you about the rankings of college football. Jerry, we got a Ooh. brand new number one, team number one team in the Associated Press. Let me guess. Is it long, skinny, and ugly? You are correct. The Ooh. LSU Tigers okay. have, speaking of usurped, they have usurped Alabama as the number one team in the AP as they beat Auburn. Had a close one at Death Valley, but they escaped in the victory over Gus Bus and company. And LSU now number one over Alabama, which checks in at number two. Ohio State with another weekend win. They mm. are holding steady at three. Clemson is also at four. By the way, all four teams I just mentioned, undefeated. So is Penn State. Penn State actually moved up a spot here as they got the road win at Michigan State. Penn State checks in at five. The Florida Gators moved up to number six in the latest poll. Other Southern teams, those Georgia Bulldogs moved up to number eight in the latest AP poll. The Oklahoma Sooners, they fell five spots after they lost at Kansas State as they were surprised there in Manhattan. And Jalen Hurts and company suffer their first loss of the year. After losing in Death Valley, 
Gus Malzahn and the Auburn Tigers dropped two spots down to 11 in the latest poll. Those Baylor Bears continue to impress. And they, got, they got another win, and Baylor is at 7-0. and Actually, they didn't win. They have a game this Thursday. They, okay. they did not play this weekend. They got West Virginia coming in to McLean Stadium Thursday. But they did move up, so they did wow. win. Yeah, they won by not playing, and the Bears ranked number 12 in the land. Got to mention the Minnesota Golden Gophers for the first time the since 1962. Gophers. You tell me I don't remember that because yeah, they were number I, one and we were number two. Yeah, we being that school. We being up yeah. north, yeah. Ole Miss. Yeah, but Minnesota is 8-0 right now, ranked 13. So the world really is upside down, and it's going to be really upside down when I tell you who's number four, number 15 in the country this week. It's the SMU Mustangs. No, that does because I'm really good friends with their Chancellor Turner out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. SMU and they're 15th in the land. Congratulations to the ponies. And I've got a little extra added value bonus to tell you about SMU when I get to our 24th ranked team in a second. Notre Dame, after suffering that loss at Michigan, they dropped to number 16 in the latest poll. Also in the latest top 25 poll. Congratulations to the Mountaineers of Appalachian State. They move up to number 20. Well, they, th- they thumped South Alabama in Mobile this past weekend. The Wake Forest Demon Deeks have moved up two in the latest poll. They're at 23. And Jerry, the Memphis Tigers are back in the poll after they got a very, very close win at Tulsa. Tulsa essentially missed a chip shot field goal yeah, to win I it. I think I saw that on TV. And the Go Tigers Go guys, they get the victory and move back into the top 25. Memphis is 7-1. and one. And the addendum I was going to tell you to Memphis and SMU, those two teams out of the AAC meet this weekend in the Bluff City at Liberty Bowl Memphis. Stadium. And it's going to be your ESPN College Game Day oh. game. Oh, my of goodness the week. gracious. That's the college game day. It's ESPN coming to Memphis. Coming to Memphis. Oh, coming to Memphis. Coming to Beale Street. Mm. So I don't know where they'll have the, all their fun. It would be much more exciting if they were on Beale well, Street. Well, they set up an area they call a grove yeah, where the fairgrounds once stood. And they've planted trees and they've put greenery there. Yeah. And Tiger they've got a pretty good area there, yeah. So it'll be a fun time in Memphis this weekend. Again, for a 7-1 Memphis Tiger team and an 8-0 and Sonny Dykes-led SMU Mustangs team that's ranked 15th in the country, a top 25 matchup. Been a long time. And the AAC this weekend in Memphis, Tennessee. And teams that are bubbling under the top 25 that didn't just quite make it this week include those Texas Longhorns, which they lost again. They lost to TCU. Texas now has, count them up, what, three losses on the season? At least, yeah. LSU, Oklahoma, and now TCU. TCU. So they're going in the wrong direction. Another AAC team, the Navy Midshipmen, are just under the top 25, and they're doing pretty well in that conference as well. Now let's talk a little NFL action. Well, let me you tell you something on that. You okay, know, you go ahead. I don't know what you just said. It still sounds a little top-heavy to me. You know, when I take the top six after that, it seems like it's kind of bland and everybody's about the same. That's just the way I see it. But if I look at uh, the top four, and you said uh, long, skinny, and ugly LSU, and you said Alabama, two? Did you say two? Alabama, two. Ohio Okay, now they play each other. Yes. So that'll knock one of them down some. Well, the loser, I don't think, will go beyond four. I wouldn't think so either yet. Seeing what who if anybody can come up from five. Well, Who's you, five? You got two uh, another pair of teams that are going to knock each other other off ultimately. Is Alabama and Auburn? No, Ohio State and Penn State. That's they're, right. They're Alabama. in the same division of the Big Ten. Alabama. 
Uh, they play LSU, and that's the big one then. So I guess we're looking at that as a big one for one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Florida's right at number six. Remember, Florida plays Georgia. Yeah. And if they beat the dogs at the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, I could see Florida moving up a spot or possibly two. I tell you who's kind of getting the, the bad end of the stick is the Clemson Tigers. They haven't done anything yeah. but win, but they're getting passed over by these other teams that are also winning. They, they haven't played like a really big name, high ranked team, have they? Clemson? No, other than Texas A&M. Which that they, hurts you a lot right which, now. Which they haven't backed yeah. up there. Well, the SEC knocks each other off. Yeah. You know, and so what you're looking at there, I think, with the SEC, I think you're looking at how that SEC championship game goes. Mm-hmm. Now, if LSU or Alabama gets knocked off there, that really throws things in a twirl. Yeah, it does. But this is, again, another huge weekend coming up in college football that will break it all down on the Y'all Kickoff Show come Friday. But before we get to that on Friday, don't forget, on Tuesdays, y'all will have our Big 12 Spotlight with Matt Hermans. We'll also have our ACC little fun time with Jonathan Leifheit on Wednesday. And then Thursday is our SEC Spotlight. Little NFL news from Sunday. Some of the winners included the Seahawks, and they beat the Atlanta Falcons. And the Falcons now in Atlanta have dropped to one and seven on the season as the Seattle Seahawks won 27 to 20 at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Philadelphia Eagles came back to life after they were throttled in Big D last week, and they won in Buffalo to give the Bills their second loss of the season. Philly wins 31-13. The L.A. Chargers got a big win at Soldier Field 17-16. The Detroit Lions got a rare win as they dispatched the New York football Giants 31-26. The Tennessee Titans won in Nashville over Tampa Bay 27-23. The Colts won 15-13 over Denver. The L.A. Rams gave the Bengals another loss on the season. The Rams win 24-10. Cincinnati 0-8 on the season. Somebody's probably going to get fired there. Sounds like a job opening. Yeah. I'll tell you, a job opening that will be at least many, many decades in the future if he wants to to remain in the Big Easy as the Saints won 31-9 on Sunday over the Arizona Cardinals. New Orleans improves to 7-1. Drew Brees mm. with three touchdowns in his return, and there the Saints ought to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, it sound like it. They win with him or they win without yeah. him. That's pretty good. Got to give Bridgewater a lot of credit yeah. in his mm-hmm. backup role. The Jacksonville Jaguars got another win. They're 4-4. Four and four. They won over the Jets 29-15. The, C- the San Francisco 49ers killed the Carolina Panthers. By the way, we're bragging on some of the other teams and their success. The 49ers are 7-0. and They won 51-13 to there at Levi's Stadium. The Patriots are also perfect. They're 8-0. They're 27-13 winners on Sunday over the Cleveland Browns. And then on Sunday, you also had the Houston Texans winning over the Oakland Raiders 27 27- 24. Some news out of that Houston game. J.J. Watt, the defensive end and the NFL man of the year the other year, has had a season-ending injury in that victory over the Oakland Raiders, and he called it a – he was gutted over this injury there in Houston. And a guy who's been having problems in the – what, two years ago, I think he sat out most of the season, J.J. Watt, the defensive yeah, end. And now having this thing, as he said via tweet, this game can be beautiful and it can also be brutal. Absolutely gutted that I won't be able to finish the season with my guys and give the fans what they deserve. I truly love this game and can't stand letting you guys down. Thank you all for the thoughts and well wishes. The Texans fear that J.J. White tore his pectoral muscle 
and we'll find out more results coming here this week. But, yes, right. it looks like he's done for the year. J.J. Watt, a very good player for the Houston Texans, going to be done for the year. Here's a guy who I thought was done for his career, but he actually won his 82nd PGA Tour victory oh, on man. Sunday. Congratulations to Mr. Woods. You're Ti- kidding. I didn't know that. I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> Tiger Woods won it. Not necessarily the biggest event on the tour schedule, but the Zozo Championship. He won that and got the victory there. His 82nd win on the PGA Tour, which ties Sam's need for victories on the PGA Tour. Mm. This was an event held in Japan. Maybe that's why you that's didn't know Sammy, see? Yeah, he won this. Mm. Sam Sneed. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. I mean, I'm old enough to remember Mr. Sneed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, had that little sort of fedora he wore uh-huh. on the golf course. Woods with a final round 67 to compete. He completed the tournament at 261, which was 19 under par. Rory McElroy finished third in this event in Japan. Again, it was kind of under the radar being way in Japan. But Tiger Woods, a winner again. Again, a guy got – I, I kind of wrote him off. Didn't think we'd see – Oh, I had to. Hear much from the Earl Woods. I guess his Earl Tiger Woods, something like that is his real name. But he's a winner. Well, I'll tell you what. We're a winner because we have Jerry Short sitting here alongside us here on the Y'all Show Monday edition. When we come back, we're going to go from our sports talk to our news talk and our special forces talk with Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola, because we're going to weigh in on what happened with al-Baghdadi and the killing there this past weekend of the ISIS leader. Sounds good. If I can figure out how to say al-Baghdadi. <laughs> I think here in Takapola we say something else. Yeah, you can say close. It. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's close. We're not going to get any hate mail from him anytime no, soon. No, I don't think he – I think he's done. Yeah, he's over there whimpering, crying yeah, in the corner. in the corner of, of That's a cave. Right. But. We'll be right back to talk with Jerry about that and more. This is The Y'all Show. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. And now for a limited time, receive a free Purple product with your order when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Hey, Greg, I'm so sorry to hear about your brother's heart attack. Thanks. He's okay now, but it really got me thinking about my family. You know, could my wife still pay our mortgage if I had a heart problem? Or could my kids still go to college? That is really scary. You should call my life insurance agent at Health IQ. When I got life insurance for my family last year, they saved me 41% versus any other company I looked at. 41%? That's huge. Yep. Health IQ starts by shopping everyone with the top 30 life insurance carriers to make sure they can get the lowest retail rate. Then they apply their exclusive healthy lifestyle savings, which can save you up to 41%. I literally got a million dollars in coverage for my family for just $36 a month. Just $36 a month? Yep. 
you should check it out at healthiq.com easy. To save that much money, I'm going to call them right now. What's that link again? Healthiq.com easy? Yep, healthiq.com easy. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent, and there's our song to let us know it's story time with Jerry Short, as we are on location in Takapola, USA. Jerry Short, the teller of tales, joining me, John Rawl, here on the Monday Y'all Show. Jerry, I like what you've done with the place here in Takapola. Oh, I got it looking pretty good, right? Yeah. You, you, you proud should. of it? I yeah. do. You might want to go rake some more of those leaves, though. Well, I'm going to just cut those with some kind of mower. If I can get old uh, old Burton Blue, the mules out, and the clipper, I'll cut, the, I'll cut those leaves. You know, you're a tree guy, right? You claim yeah. to know a little bit about trees. Uh, a little bit. When did the trees stop dropping leaves? When they leaves? start dropping, well, it's going to be a lot of pin uh, on this weather. We need a frost. When you get that good frost, they're gone. Now, there's a few trees dropping, and there's some that aren't. Now, your cottonwoods are going to turn loose. They're mm-hmm. going to turn loose early. And then you got a few other. Some pecans will turn loose, and some won't. Okay. But you're going to need a pretty good little frost for when you look out and you just see it looking like rain coming down, you know. That's when you're going to see it, when you get that frost. Well, Jerry, I need to get your take on not only leaves, but fruit that fall this time of year well there's not much fruit left well i had a persimmon tree near me yeah those things give a little odor not the world's worst but but it's a strong odor yeah i mean animals like them well i know and they also stick on your shoe if you step on them stick on your shoe and they make a pretty orange color ah okay yeah you know so they're good we always kept one by the barn or one somewhere and uh they're edible also Okay. But you better let, let it get really ripe okay. where it's good and ripe, and then it'll kind of semi-dissolve in your mouth. Huh? If it's not, it's going to be like putting quinine in your mouth. Uh, so I wouldn't do that. But, uh, no, animals really do like it. And I, I a lot know. of people used to use it to bait for deer. Oh, really? Yeah. They'd take, uh, if they had a persimmon tree, they'd get the persimmons off of it and put on a on a deer stand somewhere hmm. where they would uh, attract the deer. Deer love persimmons. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, We'll have to learn more about that sometime. But right now, Jerry, we want to talk to you about some of the current news events of the whole world here, not just in the southeast. And on Sunday morning, President Trump went to the podium to announce that al-Baghdadi, al-Baghdadi. The ISIS leader, had been killed in a That's raid right. there by special forces, specifically Delta Force. And I know you've got some notes here. Now, if you don't know anything about Jerry Schwartz's background, in addition to being the teller of tales from Tigapola, he spent many, many years serving in the armed forces and some of those included time as a special forces soldier. And some as a mess sergeant and a cook. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. You name it, and I've the, the most, been one of the them. The most trained killer of KP cooks there right, is absolutely. Jerry Short, U.S. Army, mm-hmm. retired, mm-hmm. and Mississippi National Guard retired, I guess, too. But, Jerry, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you a little bit about what happened on Sunday, what you've been able to discover was this something that's right out of the textbook of special forces? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, if you go back to uh, – 
Jimmy Carter and our situation in uh, in the, in the desert when Delta Force went in, and uh, he tried to control it from uh, from his office. I assumed, and I don't and, you know I don't know. Why. Well, that was a disaster, and you're a guy who served in the yeah, Special Forces. It was a guy, it was a after disaster. that event, so yeah. I'm assuming that was kind of a a case yeah. study yeah. for you. It was a case study. Yeah, we we talked that all the time, and you know we had some people that were actually there. I had a Captain Cotton that was over there. And uh, he said, you know, when they went down in the desert and uh, the storm came in and it blew the uh, vehicles together, blew a plane against a plane and had an explosion or two and they had to abort the mission and come out. He was for going to Beckwith was the leader of that. Uh, Colonel Beckwith, he was a leader of that and he wanted to go on. But uh, I think our president and advisors called him back out. So and again, if we you weren't alive in 1980, whatever this was. About 80, uh, it was his, uh, 79 or 80 because it, it was had his to, third year. It had to do with the hostages. Yeah, so 80, that's 83. In, in Iran yeah. is where this happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a disaster in our special forces. You've been held 300-some days. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we go in there to try to rescue them and get them out with Delta Force. And then we go down to fuel up in the desert. And he's taking he's taking C one thirties and planes that really shouldn't even been there because he wanted manpower. I assume that were in the in the C one thirties, and those are the ones that one of them uh, hit and caught on fire. But however, this this raid that we just had had been in the makings and the plan to catch the world's number one terrorist. I guess. That invented ISIS. Well, some and people say he was more of a threat and a bigger kill to get him he was, than Osama bin he was Laden. A bigger kill than Obama. You know, ironically, <laughs> Osama, Osama, and uh, forty and slip. Sorry about yes, that. That's okay. We'll Former President Obama. We'll and uh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely. But uh, you know, it was a situation this time that they had it planned out well, and they went in uh, earlier than they really needed to go earlier than they were ready to go mm-hmm. but when we pulled our troops out of northern uh northern um syria uh, syria excuse good work northern syria we had to speed it up a little bit so what we did we speeded it up and we took this thing off from iraq and uh you know if you're flying in from iraq that's a long flight and then you got to fly all the way across with helicopters i think we had six helicopters and you're flying all the way across syria and you're getting to the point at on the edge of turkey and an area that we supposedly just vacated we'd vacated and probably because of that for the kurds they you know they kept giving us information yeah but if 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 we hadn't done this move by trump I don't think this Al Baghdadi would have gone into that area, probably feeling no, safe. He wouldn't. He felt safe. However, he was getting ready to leave, and we got there. He hadn't been there but forty-eight hours when we got there. So when we get there, you know, by flying in and landing, we took a lot of we took a lot of fire coming in. Oh, really? Yeah, we flew low and we flew fast, and that was the only way you could get there. Is low you and think fast. Was firing? Oh, had ground troops and he had other. Was it stuff. ISIS or yeah. was it other? Like- no, it was it was ISIS probably. Okay. ISIS is still, you know, they may not tell you all this, but I think ISIS is scattered all over Syria and all over that part of the world, Turkey, even you know, all mm-hmm. back up through there. They're scattered all through there, and uh, they 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 probably uh, expected that raid, even though they didn't know where uh, Baghdadi was, but he. Uh, 
he was in that area and he had been in that area not too long mm-hmm. you know he had been in we had an eye on him for maybe three weeks yeah and we knew where he was for three weeks so the plans were to get him but we backed off of those plans when we moved what troops we had away from the courage but when we moved those troops away then you know it kind of got unfolding over there fast and you knew if you didn't get him now it was going to be a long time before we got another shot at him and so it was kind of like the other gentleman i mentioned that we caught and uh osama bin laden but um we we went on which was a great move president uh trump told him to he gave the word to go ahead, and uh, that was the only way you could get in there. Fast, low, and quick, and to the point. And then we come out shooting. You know, we took some casualties. They did. We didn't take the first casualty. And we had some German Shepherd dogs. I assume it was German Shepherd. <laughs> I think one of them got hurt, right? One of those got hurt. One of those dogs got hurt a little bit going up in the cave where uh, he had ran thinking he was getting away. But he but hit a dead end. He hit a dead end wall. Literally dead. It literally dead. And we, uh, we, we dynamited and we shot and we did a lot of stuff blowing that up. Of course, he pulled, you know, we didn't get to shoot him. He pulled, he had explosive vests on. Oh, okay. And he ignited himself. And, but we had enough DNA already on him to quickly identify it. His, what parts were left, mm-hmm. we were able to identify those really quick, which, uh, it wasn't any of this speculation or this stuff saying might have got him. He got away. He'll appear here again. That won't happen because we've uh, identified him completely. And then we had to get out of there. And he took three of his children. You know, these guys, it's like President Trump said that, you know, he was a coward and a whimpering and a crying and doing all that when he ran back up in there. And he took three of his children with him. And he, when he pulled his vest to kill himself, he kills these three children of his also, and they all blow up. Kind of the same thing that happened with Osama bin Laden. He was hiding behind one of his wives, and I, I think bin Daddy had had two of his wives with him in this situation too. But they weren't up in there. But they did have the vest on to ignite theirself. So, you know, that's the way they it's kind of like the Japanese in World War Two. Yeah. You know, it's Harry Carey, it's killed myself. But as uh, far as us and far as uh, what we did and far as special ops and commandos and how they planned this thing, they had it planned out to the T. And a lot of credit goes to all of our all of military, to our and president, look, to our leaders. You're right, because, and not just us as Americans, it goes out to the help we got from the Kurds, mm-hmm. the help we got from the Turkish, the help we got from everybody, the Turks helped. We got to also hear on this show credit Congress, because he didn't credit Congress. He didn't credit Congress and didn't notify him. You know, and I don't know if I would have notified him yet. They'd have to see it on uh, one of their stations yeah. that they watch. Well, they may not get it on some of the yeah. so-called liberal networks because they're too busy giving they're too busy impeaching over there. Yeah. You're right. So uh, anyway, he made the right call, and it wasn't like before when we were trying to go in with uh, Delta Force before. Mm-hmm. Now this was a Delta Force type operation. What is Delta Force? Delta for those, Force for those who don't. Well, it's kind of no. you know how President Kennedy when he first 
got the Green Berets together in the and early 60s. they went as advisors in, in, in Vietnam. Vietnam. It's the same situation except it was on a bigger scale. And they got the best troops they could get. They got the best airborne soldiers. They got the best infantry. They got the best fighters. They got the best ops. And you can say Green Beret. You can say SEAL. You can say what you want to say. What they combine it and make an operation out of it. Does Delta Force include all branches? It can. It can include all branches. Normally, it's Army, but they, they now this day and time, I understand that they they come on in and come in. They'll get a the SEAL. Situation. Yeah, they can get a SEAL. Because I trained with SEALs at uh, Ranger and at. Uh, um, uh, airborne school and everything else. We took all trained together because, um, well, the United States Army is the only branch of the service that has airborne school. Mm-hmm. And there's not but one left in the free world. And we took soldiers from, uh, Syria and, uh, and Iran in places, Iraq rather, in places like that. And Saudi Arabia especially. And they came to Fort Bend in Georgia where airborne school is located. And, uh, if they messed up and got back home, if, if, if the United States sent them home and they didn't pass airborne school, they would execute them. So, uh, we got where we give them a few breaks in airborne school. <laughs> Cause I was going through it and sweating bullets if I was going to pass. And, uh, I'm looking over here and they got a pencil with one end's blue and one end's red and if you get a go they put a blue on the sheet that the uh drill sergeant is uh calling black hats in the in the uh half in the uh airborne but anyway i could see that blue go down where i know that guy had a red <laughs> but but you know they cut him some slack but anyway yeah give credit to everybody that uh, i think was involved in that and and i i can't uh, you know, I know leaving out somebody, but uh, you'll well, never know. It's a lot of secret stuff. Well, I want to talk to you specifically about one of the heroes, if not many of them were heroes in this raid over the weekend. We're visiting with Jerry Short, our Takapola storyteller here, as we're on location in Takapola, Greater Takapola, USA. Here as we're in the great state of Mississippi today on the Y'all Show, coming back from a, a wedding that I'll share with all of you, the juicy details in the next oh, segment. I can't wait. Yeah, and Jerry, you'll learn more about this crazy wedding, too. But until we get to that time, we're still continuing to kind of recap what happened with al-Baghdadi, the ISIS leader who was killed over the weekend in a raid in Syria, and Jerry Short, who has had a background in special forces in the Army, getting his take on that. One of the heroes, if not many of them were involved in this, Jerry, were dogs. And so I want to ask you, in your training and your work with special forces, were dogs a part of it? Uh, Absolutely. And... I mean, they've dogs have been a part of it since Vietnam okay. or before. Going German into the, shepherds mostly into the, mm-hmm. the I guess the yeah. cave system yeah. and stuff. Well, I tell you, they bring them for everything. Okay, you know, and uh, you name it, and they use dogs. I had a first sergeant that uh, trained uh, German shepherds. That's all he did. And back during World War Two, there was a uh, there's islands, uh, the Gulf uh, Shore Islands, out from uh, Mississippi. Ship Island and uh, Cat Island and Pettibow and stuff like that. On Ship Island, and you can still find signs of it out there, they had German Shepherd dogs out there where they trained them. And they had slabs, concrete slabs. 
And you can fast in part of the National Seashore now. But I've been out there. We've been dropped on that island in Special Forces to survive for a week or two or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've been dropped out there and been to those places where they are. They're up on the island. That was private land. It had cattle on it. Because when Camille hit, uh, cattle was all blown and they were all dead and they came ashore mm-hmm. and they were laying on the beach in Biloxi and Gulfport. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was a, it was an army training area for German Shepherd dogs then. So that, that's something that's been with us a long time and it'll be with us a long time. I mean, especially now with the drug situation like it is, mm-hmm. you know, they'll use it for drug stuff. Right. But special forces specifically. Special forces could use it if they need it for, it depends on the mission. Okay. You know, cause missions change from day to day. And time to time. So if they're in a mission where there may be a lot of drugs or a lot of something involved, they'd have a, they'd have a, a German Shepherd or a dog train. And it's gotta be a German Shepherd, but they do really work good. Plus they're big enough to put a little fright in you, you know. <laughs> you scared me just even <laughs> and, thinking about uh, yeah, one but, of those. But I've been around, coming. I've been around a few of those and, and they do, they work really good. Well, thank you for your service, and again, thank you especially to those involved in this raid and to our entire military. It takes an army, literally, to pull off such an event, and that goes from Washington, D.C. to all of our bases in a support role, and it's a victory that we shouldn't take lightly, and we hope, we really hope this makes a big difference. I think it will, and I think think the president feels that way also. I think that's one reason. He said he watched it, and it was like watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And he wants that film released really? so everybody can see it, but how it went, how it unfolded and how it went down, mm-hmm. and why we need different things for different things. And so I, I think I think you're going to see that whole thing eventually on tape. Well, let's hope so. If that will make a difference in a positive step for humanity, not just our country, I think it will. In our region, Jerry, thank you again. We, we've got more with Jerry coming up after the break. So, this past weekend, I was in Biloxi, Mississippi, for the wedding of Keith and Ashley, and I've got some comments, and I've got the program for this wedding of all weddings to share with Jerry and get his thoughts and share it with you. Oh, it's going to be fun. Oh, I'm going to get to comment. Yeah, you can Oh, comment. all right. I can't wait. You can get to comment. And that's coming up here as we wrap up our final segment of this Monday, y'all, from Takapola. Stay with us. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. And we're now introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now's the time to make something happen for your business. So for a limited time only, you can own the now with free shipping on all business cards in any quantity at vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's vistaprint.com promo code 1414. Mom, I think this doll I found in the attic is cursed. No, its eyes are just very lifelike. Then why does its head keep spinning? Be my friend forever. Oh, that is scary. You know what's really scary? Missing out on Geico's easy-to-use mobile app. You can manage your Geico policy whenever, wherever, wherever. Let's play with another doll. Or we can just bury it deep in the ground. Happy Geico-ween. Download the industry-leading Geico app today.
We're back for the final segment of this Monday, y'all, as we're broadcasting in Takapola, USA, also known as Mississippi. And Jerry Short, the Takapola storyteller, is with us here. And Jerry, thank you for welcoming me into Takapola and also for welcoming me in the last couple of days to the great state of Mississippi. It's our pleasure. Well, thank you. Thank you. Y'all got a big election coming up here in oh, a couple big, of days. Oh, big, big. We got President Trump. It's going to be uh, 30 miles from where we're sitting right now. I think he's uh, coming in on Friday. On the 1st. Yeah. For a big campaign. As mm-hmm. There's a governor's election going on Republican in Mississippi side, he'll be. next week, and it's going to be a big one, uh, maybe a close election. But close, we'll, yeah. We'll talk about that here in a couple of days in our political spotlight. But, Jerry, I was on the Gulf Coast, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, this past weekend for the wedding of Keith and Ashley. Keith, my longtime business partner with y'all, who has now segued primarily to being an airline executive for an airline that he and another business partner of mine started called Southern Airways Express. And we congratulate him on his business success. But this past weekend, he and Ashley tied the knot in Biloxi, his hometown. And I was invited to not only attend, I was a part of the wedding party as a groomsman. And I had a a fantastic time and it was a wedding like no other I had been a part of. And so I wanted to share this with you, Jerry. But you've been the father of the bride before. Uh, Yes, I have. You know what it's like. I know what it does to your bank account. Yes. And and (laughs) so I think this was a pretty damning wedding from a financial standpoint. And uh, I feel sorry for the old boy for that or his bride or whoever the heck had to pay for it. But it was a fun event. First of all, only because he said this publicly, I'm relaying what he said publicly. Keith and Ashley had a child about two and a half years ago. Okay. Lovely kid, great kid, and now they're getting married. Right, two so, years later. Doing a little bit reverse yeah. of the standard. Of our uh, old time. Yeah, the old time these days. And Keith made note of that during the rehearsal dinner, as he told everybody, I think every kid should have the pleasure of seeing their parents get married. <laughs> well, I guess that's a point. And, yeah. and most kids don't get that pleasure. No, so his son has the pleasure of witnessing his parents get married. So that's one positive thing that happened this past weekend. But this wedding that I went to was held on the grounds of Beauvoir, the home of Confederate President Jefferson Davis. And if you've never seen it in Biloxi, it's a beautiful property right on the Gulf of Mexico. Probably, what, 50 acres? Uh, I've heard 48, okay. so you're Close right there enough. at it. But. but it's right on the Gulf. It's uh-huh. right on, what, U.S. 90? Right, yeah. Very valuable property, but Facing it's been the there. Gulf. In the it's been there since the Civil War time, and it's a real treasure. And it's not a state property; it is not a federal property. It is owned by the Mississippi Division of the Sons of Confederate Veterans, and a really cool place that we encourage everybody to go check out when they're on the Gulf Coast and learn about not only Jefferson Davis, as they have an incredible new library there that you can visit with a lot of memorabilia, presidential library. But the grounds are just beautiful. It's got oh, a marsh great there. Great location. Great location, and it's smack dab in the middle of Biloxi and Goldport. Really nothing better location-wise than Beauvoir. Coliseum. Coliseum's right beside it. Casino. Yeah, it's beautiful there. But we had the wedding on Saturday evening, and it was a great day. The weather worked out great late Saturday for this. And who all was at this wedding? You had, first of all, you had Colonel Reb. The embattled mascot. That's a great one. Of Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. The mascot in most people's eyes, including Uh mine. And he made it down from Oxford to attend the wedding and get great pictures. You also had, as part of the wedding and part of the wedding celebration, the number one Elvis 
impersonator of the world because Keith, who I'm referencing for many years, was a judge of the official Elvis contest in Tupelo that went on to Memphis and participated in that as Elvis, of course, a native of Tupelo. They have a Tupelo Elvis Festival, and Keith, who again got married, was part of that festival for many, many years. So you had Elvis there, and he he was awesome, and you had Colonel Reb, you had a vodka fountain, a fountain that poured nonstop, really pretty fountain, vodka coming out of mm. it. But Keith went out of his way. I think he found a new hobby or really a new career. If he ever wants to be a wedding planner, he needs to do this because on the back of his wedding program, he's got these fun facts and stats. And I'm going to read a few of these off okay. and get your get your thoughts. So he said that after sending this out, he wrote down the number. 200 RSVPs were received. 200. So probably 400 went out. 217 Mm -hmm. came back. And one of the things he wrote was the distance of those who traveled. One group came in from Hawaii, which is where Keith and Ashley live now primarily. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a neat thing there. Speaking of that vodka fountain, it takes 10 and a half liters of vodka to fill a vodka fountain. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know. Now, I was one of about 10 groomsmen. Keith called us up wanting to know our age so that he could come up with this stat that's on the program. The cumulative age of all of the groomsmen, 530. 530. Fun fact there. Okay. Now it gets to the Divided fun- by? About 10. So Okay. It might have been 11 groomsmen. So you're talking 50 years old plus. Roughly 50, yes. Okay. All right. Here's fun stuff here on this thing. Keith, the groom, has been roommates with all, with, well, rather, Keith has been roommates with six of his groomsmen. His bride, Ashley, is hard to live with, so none of her former roommates are here. <laughs> well, that is, that's, that's a switch. And, and it's usually the other way around. He's just telling you like it is. His wife is hard to live with, and therefore none of her former roommates are part of the wedding party. There you. I say why it took two years. Yes. All right. Now, he mentioned here that uh, Keith has played a significant role in a total of 10 weddings of people that are in the wedding party. Keith is counting his cousin Davey twice in this calculation. Okay. <laughs> okay. That works. <laughs> yes. Um, he mentioned the people who traveled the furthest and... He wrote that a member of the wedding party to travel the furthest includes Chelsea from Seattle. Her wedding date has never been to the South. After this weekend, he may never leave or he may leave and never return. This is a male Chelsea. A female Chelsea. Okay. You know I, thought said, I thought you said he may never leave. No, no, no. She's talking about, he's talking about Chelsea's date. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, to this had never mm-hmm. been to the South before. Oh, okay. And how about this? Speaking of Elvis, and this is true. Keith and, and his bride both had, when they met, a dog named Presley. He had a hound when dog named mm-hmm. Presley, and she had some other dog named Presley. Now, you forgot to mention that Elvis's family is from the Taco Polo area. I didn't mention that. Go either. ahead. Go ahead. Yes. The bride said she only cared about five things at this wedding. Her dress, the bridesmaid's dresses, her flowers, a vodka fountain, and a mac and cheese bar. which has been upgraded to a pasta bar, which, by the way, I didn't see a mac and cheese bar, and now I know why it got upgraded to a pasta bar. Was it on the grounds? 
Yes, it was all at okay. Beauvoir, the, yeah. the wedding and the reception at the grounds of Beauvoir. So uh, back to the number. The bride and groom invited guests from 24 states. The total electoral votes of those states equal 306, enough to win the presidency. <laughs> that's so pretty good. Some of the, that's pretty good stuff. Some of the crazy stuff that went on at this <laughs> yeah. wedding, and I just wanted to share that with you. But also thoughts, as you have put on a massive wedding before, how does this does this give you nightmares? Well, we had 700. <laughs> and uh, Invited or showed up. We had 700. We had the whole sorority house at Ole Miss, the whole fraternity house at Ole Miss. And then we had the high school people also. And uh, so. And this was held at your house. This was held in my house. The reception was at my house around the pool and around the back and around the fountain. And we had the sympathy orchestra, five pieces of it in the gazebo from Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. And then we also had a band out of Memphis playing music that I like more. Mm-hmm. We had Confederate flags we catered in. Mm. And it was on the cake and stuff like that. The groom's cake was a Confederate flag. Mm. And uh, The good news well, is this daughter of yours and her husband they're are still married. Are still married. And, yeah. So many people have these 700 <laughs> yeah. guest weddings and they're divorced and four is, months later. This has been in the late 90s. Okay. So they're still married. And uh, But it was – we had people from – Denver, or well, the other side of Denver, Dillon, Colorado. We had people from New York. We had people from Los Angeles. Mm. And so, you know, after, after getting out three, three years getting out of, uh, the university and being away from the, uh, sororities and fraternities, they were spread all over the country. Yeah. So we had that situation also. So I can definitely identify. Now we didn't have, uh, what would you say was in that fountain? Was it uh, vodka? Vodka. We didn't have vodka. I had lots of champagne. It didn't go over too good because a lot of it was left that next Sunday morning but after the reception. However, we had a lot of beer and a lot of mixed drinks. I had built a bar especially for it. Had a bartender that handled it. So, yes, I can mostly identify. Had to have it when a ball game was not played. And bees were over all the sweet uh, stuff from the alcohol the next mo- Sunday morning, so it was uh, it was something similar to his. And you might ask me another question. I might think of something else, but I'd uh, I'd re- I don't know if I want to think anything. Else. Yeah, it was it was a crazy wedding. Like but I he said, had a great memorable. Deal in- and 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 I'll also say I left out the the person that married. I don't think they were actually a preacher. They just were someone authorized to to wed. He wore a crown during the ceremony because he had been crowned by one of the local the preacher did crews for yeah, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. And they requested that he wear that crown during the wedding ceremony. So first wedding I've been to where you had the priest. It was a little bit different. I'd like to have some of that stuff on the back if I mm-hmm. – but unfortunately, I'd have to have a granddaughter wedding. I couldn't have a daughter wedding again. Yes, it was it was fun. Every wedding should have some bits of fun. Yeah. And, and this one certainly did. But – they're married. Congratulations, Jerry. I'm happy for you and your family that you had such a, a big blowout some 20 plus years ago. You don't know how nervous I was. <laughs> I don't think my dancing was too good when it came time for us to dance. Yeah, and probably you were a little nervous when that bank account came in a month uh, later. You know, I had some money in the refrigerator. I thought I had it all taken care of, and it was wrapped in it was wrapped in aluminum foil. Yeah, and the the woman who was putting the wedding on. 
I had to pay the band some more. I thought I'd paid them all. And I said, well, you look in the, well, you look in the deep freeze. There's some aluminum foil in there. And it had some pretty good bit of change in it. Well, she got it out and, and she said, gosh, it's another so and so. And I said, Okay, you just keep the change. So it was cold cash. They got paid. Cold hard cash. They got paid the last ones in the hard cold cash. All right. That sounds Mm. good. Jerry, thank you for letting us come to talk cold today. You're welcome. Been a pleasure. Well, that will wrap up our Monday Y'all Show. We'll be right back here Tuesday with plenty of good stuff. Our barrister of Big 12 football and barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, will be on, and it'll be a lot of fun chatting with the old fella about Big 12 and Q and plus we've got other really good stuff coming your way that's on Tuesdays y'all until that time have a great day wherever you are Takapola or any place else thanks for listening I want to keep my heart healthy so I get my cholesterol checked regularly and when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline I found garlic According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.